As people in the media, we tell other people's stories. But along the way, we end up with a few stories of our own. Hello, I'm John Taylor and this is Inside the Notebook. All names have been withheld to protect the innocent and the guilty. One, one, one. One, 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 one. So, tell me the story about the lost man. So it was January in Alice Springs. Uh, and it's a, it's a hot time of year, but also a really boring time of year to work because everyone leaves town and nothing generally happens. Because it's so hot and awful. It's so hot. But uh, so for some reason, there were three of us in the office, all bored, and a police search for a guy who'd gone missing on the outskirts of Alice Springs was moving into its second day. There'd been no progress. The man had been off drinking uh, in the back of a ute with a friend a few kilometres east of Alice Springs, hadn't been seen since, had wandered off. And uh, at about lunchtime, <laughs> bored and needing a story, I had proclaimed to my colleagues in the office, look, I'm going to go find this guy <laughs> for something to say. And they, you know, they they laughed and and uh, and I borrowed the station four wheel drive and wandered off into the bush where he'd gone missing. And I figured I knew that area pretty well. I'd been out there a lot, um, mountain biking, and um, I knew that all the uh, all the terrain there went to one waterhole that was a gap in the McDonald Ranges. And I thought, well, if he's going to end up anywhere, he's going to end up there. So I drove around to that gap. And rain over summer had actually filled the gap with water. It was quite deep, and it's normally normally you can walk through. Um, but it, it was just, I get there and it's just me and two German backpackers there. No sign of any search, no sign of, you know, we were told there's choppers in the air, there's police on trail bikes, there's no sign of anything. And I say to these Germans, you know, g'day guys, um, well, they're two girls actually, <laughs> you know, um, where, have you seen any police or anything like that? They said, yeah, we heard some motorbikes and the helicopter was flying. I'm like, why, why, why now? Like, why couldn't it have waited 15 minutes? <laughs> I've got a camera, I've got recording equipment. Nothing to film. And they said, oh, but they were just on the other side of the waterhole. Just go through. And I was like, well, how, how deep is the waterhole? Like, yeah, it's quite deep. Yeah, yeah, you have to, um, you have to take your pants off. And I was like, well, and, you know, and I'm in my work clothes. And um, which in Alice Springs weren't that fancy. But I sort of thought, oh, well. And, uh, and they're like, and they're, they're looking at me going, just take off your pants. We won't look. Ha, 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 ha. We're German. You know, who cares? <laughs> and I was like, well, if you want this story, Eric. <laughs> you're gonna have... so, I, so I took my pants off and I held my boots and my pants and my recorder and wandered across the waterhole. And it was about sort of just below my chest deep. And I got out and I'm sort of dripping wet. And I think, oh, well, I'll just put my boots on because I don't want to get my pants wet. Undies as well? No, I had my undies on. Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't. I mean, I just, I just met those girls. <laughs> wasn't quite that freewheeling. And I wandered up the gorge uh, towards, you know, where the creek was going to come into the waterhole. And um, it's hot, you know. And I figure I'll drive quickly and be able to put my pants back on. As I'm walking up the gorge, there's no one. No, there's motorbike tracks, so I can tell the police have been down there searching. So I don't expect to see anybody. I walk up a bit further and I'm still drying off and I hear, oh, thank God! <laughs> and see this man running towards me down the creek bed. And I'm standing there in no pants. With boots on. With boots on, though, yeah. And my feet were protected. Uh, the sand's very hot. And, uh, and, I was, and it's, it's the lost man. And I had a terrible choice to make. Do I start filming or do I put my pants back on? And being a true journalist, I started filming. And he was so happy. He'd been missing for two days. He was so happy. He ran up, hugged me, you know, and didn't realise I wasn't wearing pants. 
so so anyway, I sort of I I stopped him and said, look, hang on a sec. So I put my pants on, checked that he was okay, and I said, look, I know who you are. We're going to have a chat. You know, I'm from the ABC, and. <laughs> And then I wandered up on the hill and flagged down the police helicopter, which was actually circling nearby, and it somehow managed to not find this guy. And weren't they annoyed? And when I, and when I told them how I'd found him, they were even more annoyed. But they did joke that next time they were looking for a lost guy, they'd put, like, instead of the bat signal with a silhouette of a bat, they'd just put a silhouette of a pair of underpants in the sky above Alice Springs. <laughs> And I could come and find the lost person. <laughs> so anyway, you know, we, we check. The man's name was Ashley. I did a quick interview with him. Uh, and then I got some shots of him getting into the chopper and the chopper flying off. And, uh, you know, it's all very happy. And then I think, heck, I better race back to the office and file. Um, so I go bolting back down the gorge, back to the waterhole, rip the pants off again. <laughs> <laughs> ran through the waterhole, chucked the pants back on. Uh, the Germans, you know, Germans want to know what's happened, but I'm, I'm too busy. Um, I run through, back in the car, and, and as I'm driving back to town, I get mobile signal again because I've been out of range. <laughs> Speaking of. And so I'm racing in, you know, driving, driving like mad, trying to, trying to, um, trying to explain what, what's just happened. And I, I, ring, I ring the office. And my colleague uh, answers the phone and says, uh, and says, Eric, before I could even start talking, says, Eric, is that you? You can come back. They found the guy. And I said, I said oh, no, 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 no. I, I found the guy. And she said, yeah, yeah, that, that's right. They found the guy. I said, no, listen, listen to me. I found the guy. I got an interview. I, I, it's a long story, but like I had to go through this waterhole. I, you know, like it's, it's, it's I've got it. Yeah, well, I, I may have omitted that detail at the time. Um, you know, and I said, I, I, but I found him. I've got an interview. I got vision. I found the guy. And she's like, I can't hear you very well. I, I, look, I'm trying to tell you to come back because the police have found the guy. You can just stop wasting your time out there. I'm like, I'm not wasting my time. I walked through a waterhole. I found the lost man. He's been missing for three days. I found him. There's a long silence. <laughs> She's like, you walk through a waterhole? I'm like, and I found the guy. I found him. I, got, I called the police and I have an interview. There's a longer silence. And then she goes, f*** off. <laughs> I said, the cops are really mad. <laughs> They've been looking for three days with a chopper, <laughs> motorbikes, four-wheel drives, and one journo, not even wearing any pants. I'll, you know, I'll explain that a bit later. Has found the guy after an hour of wandering around. There's another really, really long silence, and she says, I can't wait to see this one. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Inside the Notebook. I'm John Taylor. Oh, thank God!